Welcome to Travel Bistro. Hi, I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. If you're a jet setter, if you are an occasional traveler, if you don't care about travel at all, that's okay because perhaps you'll find something of interest. Like today, where I talk about places you can travel. You can go to even if you wanted to. So see, variety, spice of life. If you do travel, though, I am always a person who overpacks. So I want to start the podcast by talking about a bag where you can take your closet with you. I couldn't, but there is a bag, a piece of luggage, Soul Guard. It's a carry-on closet original, they claim. And once you pack it, you open it up when you get to your destination, and it becomes like your closet. Um, you're going to pay for it, by the way. <laughs> they aren't getting around because uh, they, they, uh, they expect you to enjoy it, make good use of it, and uh, you're not going to have any money left once you finish. It's not that much. It's not that much. Um, it has five shelves in it, uh, USB charging port, uh, frictionless wheels. They, they don't make any sound or at all. It's TSA approved. It has a three-digit lock. Uh, I'm, I'm always iffy on this. Unbreakable shell. Listen, yeah, we travel a lot, and luggage gets beaten up. Um, it has, uh, the handles are good for comfort. Uh, it cleans up. Uh, it cleans up easily and well. Uh, and... The inside, the interior is short text. The lining is short text, which is made from 100% recycled plastic. Um, this carry-on closet was recognized by Time Magazine as the best travel invention of the year. And the story that I'm reading, which is uh, from today, doesn't have dates on it. <laughs> no dates at all. So I, I can't really give full credit there. Uh, it comes in different colors, by the way. Uh, you know, like a red and a pink and a, so forth. I saw a piece of luggage where a woman had her custom luggage made with her face on it. She started not being able to easily find her luggage, so she had her whole face put on it. This luggage, by the way, in the U.S. costs $345. And it's a, it's small. Now they do have different sizes. Uh, so, uh, but for the, the, the one, the, the standard size, TSA approved that, that size, uh, $345. Now let's talk about places you cannot travel, even if you wanted to. Some of these you really don't want to. Um, I hate snakes and, but I love snake jewelry. Gary has purchased many pieces of fun and beautiful, some silver, some gold, all kinds, snake, little costume jewelry, rings, things like that. But I do hate snakes. I hate the real deal. I really do. And you know, what's funny about social media when I've posted things about how someone will comment on a piece of jewelry, perhaps I'm wearing in a photo on social media. Mm, love that. It's really pretty. And I'll say, I hate snakes. Uh -huh. People are, they don't get humor. I really, I really have found that out. And Gary and I love humor. We love kidding each other. 
life should be funny. It should not always. You got to take care of business, time and places, everything. But how do people get through that are serious all the time and see no humor in anything? Don't crack a smile. It's interesting about social media too. There are people who who kind of lurk, I think, uh, and they will like this or that about your stuff. Uh, and they never post anything about themselves. They don't even update their pictures for like eight years. They're just static. They're just they're just there. In some of the videos you post, you see how many people, you don't see who it is necessarily, but you see how many view it, and then no likes. It makes me want to go in and put another note. Do you not like this? Because I see you're looking at it. But you're not giving me any, this is really funny, this is really dumb, I hate this, don't post stuff like this. Nothing. It's weird. Social media is so weird. Okay, but the reason I bring up snakes is because the first thing on the list gives me the total griefs because it's in Brazil called Snake Island. And there is an island uh, that is home to Snake Island to uh, a dense population of the world's deadliest snakes. It's a golden lance head where the the viper is so poisonous, this is what I've read, that it melts human flesh around the bite. Don't know if that's true or not. The Brazilian government does not allow visitors. So can't go there. So here we are on Travel Bistro telling you where you cannot go. So those of you who don't want to travel, this post is for you. Uh, when visitors do go for research purposes, a doctor must go with them. If you know history, even if you're not born, don't don't fall back on that. Uh, because education, knowing what goes on in the world, being born here or there does not fly with me. Uh, in 1974, uh, Turkish troops invaded Cyprus. So there is now a UN buffer zone, Cyprus. Can't go there either. Uh, once the civil war ended, there was a ceasefire uh, between the, the Greeks and the Turkish. United Nations stepped in, took control, and made a no man's land called the buffer zone. Uh, so you cannot you cannot go to the, the buffer zone in Cyprus. This one, I hope you will, even though you can't go to these places, look them up if you're at all interested. But at the very least, look at photos for the tomb of Quan Shi Hong in China. Saying that wrong, I know. But I took a stab at it, right? In, uh, again, we're 1974. The, 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 the joint was jumping in 1974 all over the world. Farmers discovered the tomb of China's first emperor. And that's where he's buried. And since that time, archaeologists have found about 2,000 of these standing clay soldiers. You need to see them. It's amazing. I think there are possibly 8,000 that have not been discovered. Uh, the Chinese government has forbidden archaeologists from touching the central tomb where the body is, uh, out of respect for the dead, but also to keep it from being damaged, uh, these ancient artifacts. So... Um, this thing, this tomb, has been there in closed since, they say, 210 BCE. So look for the photos of it, though, online, because they're, it's, it's, it's a wow. You look at it and go, wow. It's pretty, pretty amazing. This is sad, 
And again, uh, if you don't know about this, no matter when you were born, how old you are, it has nothing to do with this. It's sad and it's awful because in April 1986, an explosion near Chernobyl, Ukraine uh, happened. And it was the worst nuclear accident in history ever. They don't really know how many people died or will die, but probably a million uh, because of radiation. It's been 30 years and cleanups still going on. It will never be inhabitable again, ever. This one is fun. Uh, Area 51 in Nevada. Uh, A while back, a few months back, hadn't been long, we were traveling. And we were in one of these funky little shops, and I bought a, a Area 51 signed for, for uh, Gary, my mate, and it's hanging in the office. And it looks like it's old, like it would be from the actual site. U.S. government does not get around about Area 51. They kept it secret for a very long time. They wouldn't even admit it existed until 1992. Uh, with with documents that were released in 2013. They mentioned this military base in Nevada. They still have not revealed what research goes on there, conspiracy theories about aliens all over the place. You can see it. You'll never get close to it, but you can see it, a bird's eye view, actually, on Google Maps. You know, I talked about on one of my podcasts about using Google Lens to, to find out about different things that you buy. Google Maps tells you everything. And you can see the sprawling desert of Area 51. You cannot sneak in. They say it is impossible. Security is so, so tight. Even if you get to visit there. And we won't. I won't. You won't. Anyone listening to this podcast, we're not going to Area 51. But were you to say you were allowed They fly you in, and they keep the windows drawn until landed. This is one of those things, as the world shrinks, this sort of thing becomes less and less. In the Bay of Bengal, this is in India, there are two islands, Adaman and Nicobar Islands, and these are Indian territories, as in India. Uh, The tribe... That, that inhabit this these islands. They have supposedly thought to have been there for over 60,000 years. It's one of the last communities in the entire world to be totally isolated from the outside world. If you don't believe it, there's a story on 2006, uh, two fishermen got into the shallow waters near the, the island and they were killed. They don't, they don't get around. They don't want you there. Don't go there. Since then, they helicopters have flown over and things like that, and they shoot arrows at helicopters. Uh, they have not been in contact with the outside world, and it would be very dangerous for them to, to do so because they have no immunity system and diseases. It could prove deadly for them. So, uh, again, Google Map, you can see it. Uh, looks like it's kind of a pretty island, pretty islands there uh, in India. Have you been to the Vatican? You can go to the Vatican. We've been to, to the Vatican. Love love Rome, love Italy, um, places in Europe that we love dearly. 
So going to the Vatican is very impressive. I don't even know how to really describe it. It's sort of, uh, it's a, it's timeless. Uh, but uh, where you will not go in the Vatican City area, uh, the secret archive area, it is heavily protected. There are 53 miles, miles of shelves containing documents relating to the Catholic Church, dating as far back as the 8th century. Some artifacts, they say, include a letter from Mary, Queen of Scots, begging for her to be saved from being beheaded, and documents of Martin Luther's excommunication. Uh, it, it opened to researchers in 1881, but it isn't easy to get a pass. They're very restrictive. So some people actually can go there. If you're a scholar and you're listening, maybe you could get in. They allow only 60 in at once. And you can, you, like, a certain group of 60 have access for three months, and then you're gone. So it's very, very limited. So regular people, you're not going to get to see it. But the photo, there are, again, photos that you can see. This one is pretty well known, Fort Knox. You're not going there either. It's in Kentucky. And it is, of course, the home to all of the U.S. gold reserves. Our money, we need that gold to, to shore up, make sure that we're, we're in good standing with our money. And supposedly, I don't know, I'm skeptical, it is the most heavily guarded place on the planet. And no single person has the combination how to get into to gain access. It takes a it takes a village to get to get into the vault. One person has one code, one has another, one has another, one has another, and all of them have to contribute one at a time to to get into the vault. They said it is insane, the security measures. This I like very much. Um, the seed vault, uh, Svalbard seed vault, it is 320 feet into a mountain between Norway and the North Pole. And inside that vault, there is a massive collection of seeds. It is built to withstand man-made and natural disasters. And what it does, uh, it's almost a million preserved seeds, the samples, from almost every country in the world. And that they would survive and they would be able to re replant uh, for food uh, in the event of disaster. Uh, it opens the doors only a few times a year with very, very limited number of depositors uh, are allowed inside to deliver seeds to the shelves. There is a concern about this seed vault, though, because of climate change. Uh, because in May of 2017, uh, some melted permafrost made it inside, though none of the water which froze inside. So um, there is concern about the seed vault. I like that so much, though. If, there, if something bad happened, they could plant and grow. Um, lastly, this is the last thing. Uh, La Ca cave, Lascaux cave in France. Uh, this was found uh, in 1940 and it stayed open until 1963 for people to view prehistoric paintings in this cave. 
and it became a tourist site after World War II. However, carbon monoxide, people breathing, started to damage the paintings and it was closed to the public. It is now a UNESCO World Heritage Site. However, even though you cannot go in, something else you can visit, replicas, if you do want to travel, uh, are open for business uh, after it closed. Uh, Occasionally, preservationists and researchers are allowed in the original, but that's it. So, these are places you cannot travel to even if you want to. Thank you so much for being with me. I hope that you will visit my other Listen to It, uh, my other podcast, Gigi in the 561. It's a general topic podcast, talk about everything. Uh, So, no telling what I'll be saying to you on Gigi in the 561. All of these podcasts rest on our website, northpalmbeachlife.com. My producer, Gary Barker, G-E-R-R-Y, works hard on the website. He's also a writer on all things cruise and Splash Magazine worldwide. He also maintains our YouTube channel. Our numbers on all of these are very, very good. Thank you so very much. We appreciate that. We appreciate you talking about us, sharing our 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 uh, our post, our podcast, whatever we're doing. Thank you so much for that. It does matter, and uh, we'll do the same for you. Just let us know uh, if you are doing something that we can share. We'll do that. Um, so Gary G E R R Y, pronounced Gary, uh, and I. Thank you so very much for being with us in all of our endeavors. And we hope that you will continue to do so. Happy trails.